Hello, Peter Bergman here, and it's Everything You Know Is Wrong, our daily podcast, this for Wednesday, the 14th of December, 2011. Well, pundit David Wasserman tells us that every election has its cultural divides. The 1896 presidential contest, for instance, is remembered as a battle between William Jennings Bryan's populists and William McKinley's industrialist supporters. The 1972 election pitted Richard Nixon's silent majority against George McGovern and the counterculture. In 2012, the campaign might be a contest between these alternate universes of culture and cuisine, Whole Foods markets and cracker-barreled old country stores. In 2008, candidate Barack Obama carried 81% of counties with a Whole Foods and just 36% of counties with a Cracker Barrel, a record 45-point gap. This may seem intuitive. You know, hey, Whole Foods, yuppies, latte-swilling liberals, Cracker Barrel conservatives, driving them trucks, getting some of them fine bushels of jerky to use, to use when you're watching NASCAR, all of that stuff. But you know something? It actually goes a lot deeper than that. I shopped at a Whole Food market today. I have, I have a friend who has celiac and I had to get gluten-free goods and boy, Whole Foods is the place to do it. And I've been in Cracker Barrels. Whenever I would drive to Santa Fe, I always stop in a Cracker Barrel along the way because the food was good and hearty and I know what those stores are like and I know what they stock. And there is really an amazing difference between the two. But what really grabs me is that Whole Foods, for all of the, you know, new age pretension and all of the overlay, uh, believe me, it's sometimes it's really thick with attitude. It is an amazing cornucopia of interesting and healthy goods, which is the future. Organic is the future. The more we are able to look at what pesticides and toxins do to us and how they creep into food because of the creepy way we make food, the more people will turn to organic understandings. And Cracker Barrel, all very well and good, but it really is more of a a kitsch palace than a restaurant grocery store. Most of the stuff they have for sale are tchotchkes, you know, the food is wrapped in such a way that you got a little bunny or a Santa Claus or a truck or whatever it is, and it's it's not really that wholesome. It's reactionary food, not putting these people down. I'm saying it's frozen in time like the right, like the Republican Party is frozen in time. As we speak, they are thinning out like their hair and their numbers. It's not dynamic. The Whole Foods generation and the generation pushing through them is dynamic. That's why it's quite obvious to me that Obama is going to sweep the 2012 elections. Oh yeah, I've, I've done a lot of predicting before. Sometimes I'm right and sometimes I'm very, very wrong. But again, I want to get across to you this divide between organic, carefully put together diet, uh, non-pharmaceutical solutions for certain conditions, certain pains and certain this and certain that, fresh and, you know, and creative. And this kind of like Oh, I'm just caught back in Grandma's day, and if these uh, calico Tootsie Pops are good enough for her, they're good enough for me. Well, I don't know. It's just, 
it's receding. The problem is, is that nobody really sees the gap and says, let us bring this all together. This gap is a hole we're falling into. This country only works when it comes together. We need adhesion. We need cohesion. We don't need separation, not fission, fusion. It's the only way we're going to get through and make it work. You think differently? Well, a lot of there's a lot of people on the right who do. Hey, there's people on the left that don't think it's going to make it. There's no possibility. This is going to be a culture war from from here to ever. Well, I say if that's your take, then everything you know is wrong. Want to stay up all night and rule the world? Facebook, spam, Twitter, and fuck up Iran. I've been up for a month and a half, burned down every firewall in the Pentagon, put a bug out Goldman Sachs' ass and shaved Rick Perry bald on his homepage. Where do I get the energy from this shiny can of hacker spat? Look, 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 look. Yeah, I'm good. That's what all the missiles I've learned. Hacker smack. the brain draining game changer that'll keep you up if you can keep it down. Hacker Smack is a turbocharged blend of caffeine, alcohol, St. John's Ward ginseng, and country-style methamphetamine. Hacker Smack is a deniable byproduct of Alzheimer's Brewery, Rehab, Colorado. I suppose I'm not the only one that's noticed that homophobes turn out in many, many cases, particularly public homophobes, to be startling, Nova-quality hypocrites. Well, here's another example. And it's, a, it's interesting. I think it's a funny story. These people just make for such tremendous irony. Bill Johnson is a Republican who ran for governor of Alabama last year. Well, he has a secret life as a sperm donor for lesbian couples, even though he has campaigned against gay marriage. This according to the New Zealand Herald. And I've been to New Zealand and they never lie. Johnson has used the online persona church bill to meet women who want help to get pregnant. Under that persona, he has discussed making donations to at least nine women without the knowledge of his family in the U.S. Three of the women are now pregnant, and Johnson has assisted another three with donations in the past month. The problem is, according to people who regulate this sort of stuff and are on top of it, it's not a good idea to donate sperm to more than five people because you're upping the odds that people who don't know, of course, who their parents are, because this is kind of a secret process, may marry, creating, you know, the kind of genetic problems you get when cousins or sisters or half-brothers marry. The other thing is that this man said, well, you know, I love my wife, and she can't have a child, and I'm sure she's really, really happy about this. Well, his wife, a former Miss Alabama... Didn't take it well at all. She's really unhappy. Yeah, you're sitting at home. You're Miss Alabama. And you got your husband ran unsuccessfully for governor. That's all okay. You get a look up in the paper and you find out he's donating sperm to lesbian couples. That's a bit of a shock, don't you think? Okay. The Supreme Court is going to review the Arizona immigration law. Yes, they are. The Arizona immigration law and others behind it, too, that draconian law in Alabama. The Supreme Court agreed this week to rule on Arizona's controversial law targeting illegal immigrants, sending the stage for an election year decision on an issue that is already shaping presidential politics. 
The justices said they will review a federal appeals court ruling that blocks several tough provisions in the Arizona law. One of these requires that police, while enforcing other laws, question a person's immigration status if officers suspect he is in the country illegally. He or she is in the country illegally. I don't want to take this to extremes, but it gives me the shivers because, you know, in Nazi Germany, they could stop you at any time and say, are you a Jew? Are you the great outsider? Are you our biggest problem? It's wonderful how people in this country who are out of work and won't work or whatever are victims of the system want to blame all the not-me's out there, most of whom have come over here to work. The Obama administration challenged the Arizona law by arguing that regulating immigration is the job of the federal government, not states. Well, wait a minute. They didn't say that these laws were draconian and, and out to lunch and fascist. They just said, leave that to us. Similar laws in Alabama, South Carolina, and Utah are also facing administration lawsuits. Private groups are suing over immigration measures adopted in Georgia and Indiana. Alabama, red. South Carolina, the deepest red, along with Utah, deep, deep, deep. Georgia, red. Indiana, except for that brief uh, romance with Obama in 2008, always a red state. You know, they, they are xenophobic. They are just so tight. And there's so much racism out there. People kid themselves if they think that people voted against Obama only because he was a Democrat or he was a he was a liberal or whatever. Here's something for you: the Tea Party and the Obama skunk. This is more typical than we would like to believe. A Kansas Tea Party group is saying "pu" to President Obama. Patriot Freedom Alliance. You know there's a problem here when you've got Patriot and Freedom in front of Alliance. You know, these people are just putting on the patriotic dog. This is a Tea Party group in Hutchinson, Kansas, red. They made a statement on its website recently depicting Obama as a skunk. Quote, it's half black, half white, and almost everything it does stinks. The site reads, according to a screen grab posted by the Hutchinson News. The skunk depiction has been replaced with an abridged biography of Newt Gingrich. (laughs) So the metaphoric skunk has been replaced by the real thing. The group's webmaster, Thomas Heimer, told the Hutchinson News the statement, we're talking here about uh, Obama as skunk, half black, half white, was just political satire saying Sarah Palin has been subjected to worse attacks. Oh, really? But Hutchinson chapter NAACP president Daryl Pope suggests the message carries racial overtones. Ya think? Of course, this isn't the first race-tinted jibe at Obama. Over the summer, Rush Limbaugh suggested a new chocolate vanilla Oreo cookie should be rebranded the Obamio. Rush. You're a criminal. You got away with getting your maid to pimp for you, to go out on the street and find illegal drugs because you were so deeply hooked on hillbilly heroin. You of the last people in the world should be coming down on people like Obama. You don't, you don't even understand where this man lives. Give it up. I'm going to round it out here. 
The Democrats have a problem. You see, back in 2008, Obama came up with these great slogans. You know, yes, we can, hope, and all this. And people just rallied behind it. Well, they can't do that anymore because he's been president. And, you know, you've got Afghanistan. Yes, we can't. And there's been a lot of problems. And hope just won't swing it. So they're trying to find a new bumper sticker for the 2012 election. Well, Representative Barney Frank, who, of course, is not going to be coming back to the House, acknowledged the difficulty. He said, I don't know how you'd translate this, but I think one possible slogan is, we're not perfect, but they're nuts. (laughs) The other one he suggests is, things would have sucked more without me. Well, I think that just ties it up with a ribbon. You think about that, and I'll I'll be with you in your ears tomorrow, reminding all of us that everything you know is wrong.